It happened. Donald Trump said it was going to happen last week, but it happened yesterday. And now they've got to figure out the formalities of Donald Trump hiring himself to Manhattan. Fingerprints, mugshots, will they be released? Will there be a perp walk? Um, this becomes a bit problematic for Trump fans, but I also suspect that this is not going to play that much against him. Here's Fox News' Greg Gutfield um, trying to uh, to spin the whole thing. He's He is... An OG, right? If they give me, I mean, he is a bad. Ass. If he's got a mugshot, you might as well go right into it. And the thing is, I, I you know, his poll numbers have gone up with this. I just think this is going to make sure he he is going to be on the ticket. Yeah, there's no small number of strongmen in international politics for whom indictments are actually an enhancement. Um, I actually was put to mind of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, upon this development. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. All right, here to uh, put some context uh, onto all of this. Senior editor at The Atlantic, former speechwriter for George W. Bush, and old friend David Frum joins us. Nice to have you. Good morning, David. Good morning. Okay, so your initial reaction to this, I mean, I guess we saw it coming, but now it's happened. Um, my reaction is that it, I we all anticipated it, uh, but this is a bigger story as it's been revealed than the story we anticipated. It looks like it's been credibly reported. There are more than 30 counts in the indictment. Um, so that's a lot of different separate acts of wrongdoing. And as you sort of try to untangle it, I think what is going to be going on here is that this is going to be the latest chapter in Trump's ongoing tax fraud troubles. Remember, Trump was, um, the Trump organization was accused and convicted by a jury of criminal tax fraud um, uh, some months ago. Uh, and one of their tricks was to submit false invoices to create um, tax deductions where there were no tax deductions. That's how Trump avoided hundreds of millions of dollars of estate taxes back in the 1990s, as the New York Times reported in 2018. Michael Cohen generated a fake invoice for him as a way to re reimburse Michael Cohen for paying off Stormy Daniels. Um, it's not illegal to pay off a woman, uh, but it is illegal to deduct it from your taxes, and it looks like that's what Trump did. Now, if I understand things correctly, David, he can opt for a jury trial, in which case I would imagine it's almost impossible to impanel a jury where there isn't going to be at least one person who's a huge Donald Trump fan. Uh, they'll certainly try to, to do the, to do that, um, and he will have that option. But this is not the last of these indictments. Remember, he's also um, in legal jeopardy, or probably not the last. He's also in legal jeopardy in the state of Georgia, where he uh, thuggishly tried to intimidate um, uh, the state of election official into manufacturing more votes for him. Um, he's got other legal problems coming toward him as well. So how do you see this? I mean, you know, as an analyst, I, I have to think that a lot of Republicans are just waiting for the moment where Donald Trump is so weakened that they can finally declare that they are going to be free of him. When do we get to that point? Well, they're in a trap. Um, what they want to do is have the law deal with Donald Trump for them. But they also want to pretend to be on Donald Trump's side when that happens. And the risk is that you do such a good job of pretending that you're on Donald Trump's side that you end up actually on Donald Trump's side. So, you know, you have worked with the Republicans. I don't know if you're a registered Republican, um, yeah. but yeah. I just wonder how you feel about sort of the fever that the party and the movement has been in and whether or not it's breaking. Well, the conversation I have over and over again so often that 
it never gets boring, but it gets frustrating, is I'll be talking to a friend um, who will, over dinner, say, oh, my God, I hate him. I hate him so much. I wish he were gone. And then I say, so what are you going to do about it? Oh, nothing. I'm lying low. It's too dangerous. And I've had that conversation maybe dozens of times over over the years uh, that... You know, the, the problem is that high-level politics doesn't tend to attract heroes. Um, it, attacks, it, it, it attracts people who are acting in their own personal, immediate self-interest. And the calculation that a lot of Republicans have made is it's good for them personally in the short term to pretend to be on Donald Trump's side. But that means no one ever dares be the one who speaks out because they think, hey, everybody's on Donald Trump's side. So moving forward, what do you see the impact on Donald Trump's ongoing campaign? As we heard from Greg Gutfield, um, his poll numbers are actually going up. Well, his poll numbers among Republicans are going up. Okay. So this certainly strengthens him with um, with the nomination contest. For, um, it sort of kicks out the logic of the uh, challengers, uh, the alternatives to Trump would, who'd say, you know, I'm Trump without the baggage. But if the baggage is not is a plus, then why do you want Trump without the baggage? You're just diet Trump, Trump light. Um, and so we've seen over the past month that Trump has been um, rising in the polls against other Republicans. He's now at over 50% among Republicans. So his nomination challenge got easier, but his general election challenge got harder. I mean, because what we're going to be doing is asking a lot of people who are not Republicans in a general election to vote for a criminal um, as opposed to Joe Biden. Okay, so actually, let me, let's part on that then. I'm curious about your assessment of Joe Biden. I actually went to Parliament last week and watched him speak. And for all the people declaring that he's senile, he seemed pretty together for me. But still, it's going to be two years from now. He's going to be, what, 82 years old when he runs for re-election, if he runs. Um, I think the issue for Biden is less his health and more the health of the American economy. These are pretty jittery economic times. The job market continues strong, uh, but there is inflation. And these this wave of bank failures has led to questions. If the economy in 2024 is as strong as it is right now, then I think he's got a good shot. But if the, if what we're hearing are signs of economic deterioration coming, that, not health, is the issue for him. David, what a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Bye-bye. David Frum. And if you'd uh, like to read more of what David writes, he's a senior editor at The Atlantic. Uh, Good to have him.